What is up, guys? Good evening. Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. In this video, we're just hanging out. We're going to probably do a 30-minute video tonight of just, you know, questions from the chat room. We'll cover over the news and the, the player the player news and reports that you guys need for tomorrow. I'm also going to go live tomorrow morning. I think we're going to do 10.30 Central Time. That's 90 minutes before kickoff tomorrow. Good evening to Justin. Uh, do we think George Kittle plays? Uh, it's very interesting. He did get the practice uh, participation that you wanted to see on Friday, but he did not practice Wednesday or Thursday. So uh, for me, I, I want to see at least two practices out of uh, my guy if he's going to play. But I do think uh, we'll hop into a screen share here. I do think Kittle has a chance to play. He's probably going to be going through warmups. Um, and I can't remember what time uh, I can't remember what time they play at tomorrow. I believe it's a late game. Um, so you're gonna if, if you want to hold out for Kittle, you have to make sure you have someone that you could whip in there just in case. But they're probably gonna test him out pregame warm-ups tomorrow. So you gotta make sure you have a handcuff uh, just in case he can't go. That's what I would say. Um, so Kittle, again, probably more I think he's more doubtful than uh, than probable here. So monitor those reports. Uh, the Colts are interesting. Michael Pittman Jr. ruled out today, of course, here. He didn't practice Thursday or Friday. He so he practiced Wednesday, had something that went, uh, something didn't feel right, and then they've held him out Thursday, Friday. And then for them to rule him out today, like to not even let him warm up, I thought that was kind of interesting uh, for tomorrow. So this might be something we monitor next week as well. So Pittman Jr. is out. And then as far as the Colts, like obviously you're starting Jonathan Taylor. Uh, and I, I personally believe Naheem Hines is the guy that you want to get in your lineups this week in, in PPR leagues whether that's a, a DraftKings lineup or, or if you decided, you know, to, to whip someone out there in the flex. I think Naheem Hines, last week, Naheem Hines himself, he, he did pretty decently. I thought he had about like 11 points maybe. Um, he ended up with 11.4 points. So last week, Naheem Hines, only four yards on the ground, but he went six for 50 through the air. So that's where your 11 points come from. Uh, other Indianapolis Colts that I'd be open to playing, if you wanted to look at the Colts, uh, I mean, Paris Campbell is their number two receiver, technically. Ashton Doolin is a fun big play receiver. He actually went three for 46 last week on six targets. So I think Doolin's kind of the sneaky play. I think more people are going to offer up Naheem or offer up Paris Campbell, uh, who also played decently three for 37 and four touch or four targets last week. So uh, those two are the interesting names here. Maybe you see Mike Strawn play a little bit more. Uh, and then at the tight end position, like Kylan Granson, uh, seven targets last week, three for 22. He ran more routes than Molly Cox. So here it is. So, uh, Granton had 51 total snaps and I believe Molly Cox played 50. Uh, and then the, the route distribution was Granson ran 30 routes, Molly Cox only 20 routes. So maybe both guys are more involved tomorrow here, but it's looking like just JT and Hines for me are the only guys I, I really want to get in my lineup. Good evening to Harris. Uh, do I pick up Zay Jones or Sterling or just get Minnesota defense versus Lions or Giants versus Cowboys? I think that Minnesota defense is a sneaky stash. Uh, I'm not sure who they play going forward. Are they worth uh, a potential multi-week hold here? Um, let me see. Vikings schedule. Let's look here. So they're going to play the Lions and the Saints, and then they get the Bears. So you might be able to get some usage if you hold on to them. I, I don't mind. I mean, I don't think you're going to start Zay Jones or Sterling Shepard on that team so i think getting a defense makes a lot of sense to stash um you want to play gabriel davis this week so gabriel davis is interesting because he he popped up on today's report so again when a team plays on monday they're going to be putting out practice reports for saturday uh so gabe davis the fact that he was limited makes me 
not too worried yet. If he was a DNP, I'd be more concerned. Uh, but we're still, I think we're still going to get maybe practice reports tomorrow. I'm not sure. Uh, the trick is if you have Gabe Davis, you want to make sure you have someone in your back pocket. Um, if you have the roster space, you know, maybe you go snag an Isaiah McKenzie just in case. Maybe you pick up a Zach Moss if you want to get a piece of that Buffalo Bills offense. I think McKenzie or Moss are two guys here who are both, uh, I mean, McKenzie's 15% rostered and, and Moss is 4%. Even Jamison Crowder would get boosted here. So like any of those guys would be a good stash in case Gabe can't go. Uh, or, or if you just want to collect your points on Sunday, I think that's an interesting uh, option as well. And some of the other teams that play on Monday night, if you wanted to potentially add, I like I like Kyle Phillips a lot. He had 10.6 PPR points last week, a team high nine targets, six for 66. I would think the Titans are going to have to throw the ball more than they are comfortable with. So uh, he he had a shoulder thing that he missed practice the other day, but he he's logged two straight practices. So I think Kyle Phillips wouldn't be a bad replacement if you wanted to just snag him and wait out Gabe Davis again. He was – did not practice Thursday, but Friday, Saturday limited. So uh, that's an option for you on, on Monday night. Who do you think I can get for Austin Eckler in a non-PPR? So that, that one's tough because he's – I mean, that's that's his least valuable format, unfortunately. Let me look around here real quick. Um, I want to filter by percent rostered. So he's technically one of the top – owned running backs here at 99.9 percent and i'm trying to think here in terms of points per game i mean he's got nine points about nine points last week and about seven the week before so seven and nine points that's i mean that's an rb2 status so if i kind of go down here and i just look around in this range i mean you could maybe flip him for for javante williams maybe see how the aaron jones owner is feeling uh, I don't know if you'd be able to get him for Nick Chubb, but I, I would start by looking at some of these guys here, whether it's Chubb, Jones, Connor, Javante. Some of those guys might be interesting. Um, and I don't know if I would go any lower than that right now. Um, I mean, in a non-PPR, if you wanted to just collect A.J. Dillon, I think A.J. Dillon's going to be a guy who gets a lot of volume in, in action going forward. Um, so guys like that. So I, would, I was looking at uh, basically Jones, Connor, Javante, Probably stay away from Zeke, Montgomery, Jacobs. Uh, maybe the Gibson owner, but I think Brian Robinson's coming back soon. Um, and then I saw this one. This one's interesting. Is Clyde Edwards-Alaire a sell-high candidate or a hold? I mean, he's so far he's he's been pretty dynamite two for two uh, in two in two games. He gets uh, three for thirty-two and two touchdowns week one. Four for forty-four as a receiver in week two, and then about seven to eight carries per game. Uh, so, I mean, this feels kind of like a floor activity here where he should have a good chance to hit double digits every week. Uh, if this isn't a PPR league, I don't mind holding. If it's a non-PPR league, uh, you could potentially move him. But again, this is probably a, ch a chance to sell high. I think if you could cash in on, I mean, if you could flip him for Aaron Jones, I think I would do that. Uh, you know, you get you got to basically look at someone who has been underperforming, you know, for the first week here. So Aaron Jones is a guy, if you could flip him for Jones, I'm open to that. Flip him for Dylan. I think AJ Dylan's an interesting option. Uh, and again, it, it's tough to say. Is it PPR or non-PPR, Harris? I, that would help me a lot. Good evening to Aiden. Uh, good evening to the Hammy. Uh, do I put in AJ Dylan or JK Dog Dobbins? You know, you already know the answer, Aiden. You already know the answer. I'm 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 optimistic that Dobbins plays tomorrow. I'm just I'm not 
willing to run him out there for for 20 snaps and eight carries and, and maybe one target. I, I think your safe play is A.J. Dillon against the Bears at home. Take the A.J. Dillon points and let J.K. Dobbins impress us on our bench. Uh, next week, going up against New England, if Dobbins comes out clean in this game, I think then you can think about Dobbins the following week. But for this week, I think you got to take A.J. Dillon going up against uh, against the Bears on Sunday Night Football. And yeah, man, the Colts, the Colts, man, on the ropes already here. They're uh, after the embarrassing tie against the Texans, and now they get some trouble. Uh, Aiden says, get Zay. Uh, good evening to Ryan. Hope you're doing well. What's the ceiling floor for Hollywood this week? Um, so I, I like Marquise Brown quite a bit this week. I just want to see what he's projected. He's projected 13.7 in PPR formats here. Uh, and I mean, going up against the Las Vegas Raiders, we saw last week, let me actually go to this. Let's go to the fantasy points allowed here. So last week, the um, going up against the Chargers, the Raiders, I'm looking at this here. This week, uh, the Cardinals are going up against the Raiders. So the Raiders, they allowed a lot of fantasy points last week, but they're, they're kind of coolest to the wide receiver. And we saw Justin Herbert really spread it out to the wide receivers. Um, I mean, where's Las Vegas? So they allowed 12 receptions, 145 yards, and one score. Uh, but the good news for a guy like Marquise Brown is he's the clear number one target. So I'm feeling really pretty good about this. Uh, last week, what did he have? Um, I mean, he had eight targets last or six targets last week. I feel strongly about him getting more probably in the seven or eight target range this week. Uh, probably four or five catches, and, and I would hope that they get, the, you know, maybe we get a deep ball to him. So uh, I'm going to say something like five for 80 and a touchdown is the ceiling. As far as the floor, I think you're looking at probably a four for, you know, a four for 40 without a touchdown. So it's probably like, a, you know, an eight to 10 point floor uh, with, a you know, a strong potential for maybe a 20, 25 point game uh, going up against the Raiders. So I like Marquise Brown. It's a good play this week. You think I could get Clyde Edwards Alaire and Austin Eckler for JT non PPR? I can get uh, you can try. I mean, I, I think uh, this might be your last opportunity. Like you have to do it tonight or tomorrow because JT is about to go off uh, tomorrow against the Jags. So it might be tough, but if you could cash in Clyde and Austin Eckler for JT, I think I'm willing to do that. And in a non PPR league, like JT likely outscores both most weeks. So uh, go ahead and give it a try. Should I play Kareem Hunt instead of Gabe Davis since Davis is injured non-PPR? I'm actually cool with that because uh, Kareem Hunt, I mean, they're going up against the Jets tomorrow. They, they should have a pretty nice day. Uh, Kareem Hunt is projected a healthy uh, – he's, he's about an 11.5 points here in, in full PPR. But uh, if, even if we take away his two touchdowns last week, he still contributed about 70 yards. So if you're just like, I'm going to collect my 70, 80 yards in a non-PPR, I think I'm cool with that. That's, you know, a healthy seven to eight point floor. Carolina's defense is probably a little bit better than the, the Jets rush defense. So I think I'm going to go ahead and play Kareem Hunt if you're okay with that. And again, he's always got the opportunity to get one of those touchdowns. Um, I don't know why A.J. Dillon worries you. He does not worry me. Uh, going up against the Bears, I, I think A.J. Dillon – uh, is a very, very strong play. Uh, let me look and see what uh, – I just want to look at his history and see what he did last year against the Chicago Bears. Um, last year against the Bears, 11 for 59. And, again, that was earlier in the season. No catches in that game. That's an outlier, I think. 
uh, and then 71 rushing yards against them. That's kind of his floor. He's probably looking at a minimum 70 yards. And uh, this year, I, I know they're going to throw the ball to him. So I like Dylan, much safer floor. <clears throat> Gabe Davis, Lazard, Hines, and PPR, and Everett already dropped 14. Um, I, I think you want – I. Alan Lazard is definitely interesting. Um, if you can hold, I mean, if you can hold out hope for Gabe Davis, he's the best play for me. Like I, I really like Gabe Davis on Monday. If you can find a way to stash an Isaiah McKenzie or Jamison Crowder, just in case, I think you want to hold out hope for Gabe and keep in mind, like he was limited in practice today. Um, so like, it's not like he missed a practice or anything. So I still think Gabe Davis goes, um, Otherwise, the safest play out of them is, is, you know, you could just collect your 12 points from Naheem Hines and call it a day. He might even be the team's leading receiver. I could see six, seven catches, you know, maybe 50, 60 yards and a touchdown. So I, I think Hines is the safest in full PPR, and he could probably match that Everett 14. Uh, I, I don't see this. I, I, think, I think Jonathan Taylor is, uh, is, is going to be a top one of the top scoring backs tomorrow. Uh, Lazard sounds good to go. I, I believe everything looked good. Let me double check the reports here. Uh, where was it? Link to practice reports. So Alan Lazar, I believe he was limited all week here. Uh, limited, limited, and limited. That's no setbacks. I would say he's probable uh, for Sunday Night Football. So we're going to want to get him in our lineups if we can. Uh, I'm in St. Brown or Chase Edmonds. Non-PPR? Non-PPR, I think you got to go... Chase Edmonds is interest, interesting. It's a tougher matchup going up against the Baltimore Ravens. I think I'm going to lean with Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, Christian Kirk took advantage of the slot role last week against the Washington Commanders. So I'm, I'm going to roll with St. Brown. I think he's safe for another 70, 80 yards and a pretty good chance at a touchdown. So I think that's where I will uh, – I think that's where I'll stay, Amon Ross St. Brown. And Allen Robinson's season starts tomorrow. I'm hopeful for it. Uh, I mean, Jameis Winston in, in the Saints passing team or passing offense, you know, they were all kind of able to eat. Um, so I'm hoping, I mean, Landry ate in the slot and Michael Thomas did some things outside. So I think there's room for Cup and A-Rob tomorrow. Um, just drop Drake from again. That's I like that. That's a good that's a good spot, Aiden. So I lost Pittman. I need an RB2 and a flex. Full PPR. Um, we got ETN, Kareem Hunt, Daryl Hendo, Paris Campbell, Ramondre, and Landry. So you need RB2. You're going to play Daryl Henderson. Uh, Henderson is is set up again to be the lead back. I think potential for more Cam Akers uh, this week here, but I still got to think if they get near the goal line, Henderson has a good chance at punching one in. So I'm going to say Hendo for the RB2. And then the flex, I think, I mean, I think uh, ETN, Kareem Hunt, Landry, those are probably the three names that I'm looking at here. Uh, I, I feel kind of good about Travis Etienne tomorrow because no Shaq Leonard. Um, that should be a nice matchup for him. Uh, but it's probably Jarvis Landry at home against the Bucks. Last week, Jarvis Landry uh, was pretty dominant in the slot. And I, I think Landry presents uh, a pretty good, reliable target for Jameis Winston. He's going to continue to throw his way. Uh, I'm just looking for the, the Jarvis Landry projection here. One second. So last week, Jarvis Landry goes off for 18.4 points, seven for 114 on nine targets. I mean, if he's going to collect another seven to 10 targets this game, I, I feel pretty strongly about him being good. It looks like his projection is, you know, about a nine to 10 point floor. So I feel safe with Landry. Um, otherwise, I'm going to rank them probably Landry, Hunt, ETN uh, for your flex.
I think he's going to play. I think he's going to play. Yeah, we're going with we're going with Amon Ross, St. Brown. Um, do you think it's going to be high scoring? I do not think it's going to be high scoring. I think this Buccaneer game. Uh, well, first of all, the Bucks, the Bucks offensive line is is missing a lot of key players. If I go to the look at the practice report for Tampa Bay, um, so they already ruled out Godwin, of course. That one of their starting tackles is is probably doubtful here in Donovan Smith. Um, and then you got a bunch of, I mean, all the receivers are pretty much banged up. I think Evans, Gage, and Julio are good to go, but they all missed time this week. Uh, you got another, you got Tristan Wirfs, who's questionable. We'll see about him. I'm, I'm nervous about the Bucks protecting Tom Brady tomorrow. Um, so let me look real quick here. What is, uh, what's going on here on the DK Sportsbook? Um, so this one's about a, I still don't know how Tampa Bay's favored to win by two and a half on the road here, about 44 implied in this one. So I think it's going to be low scoring something, you know, maybe first to first team to 20 wins. Uh, essentially, it's probably even maybe a 20 to 17 type game. Yeah, Amon Ross St. Brown. We love Daryl Henderson tomorrow. Uh, one thing I like looking at, too, is you, you, you go into the, the DK Sportsbook and you can you can actually take a peek at some of the rushing props. I mean, they got Hendo at about 90 or about 60 rushing yards. Uh, they also got him at about 18 and a half receiving yards. So basically almost 80 total all-purpose yards. And then they're giving him the over on two and a half receptions. So basically three catches. So I think I think Henderson's going to be very, very busy tomorrow. Uh, pretty nice day coming for him. I have A-Rob as well. Do you think him and Henderson are a good play? Yes, I, I think both are a good play. With Allen Robinson, they have him. Like, people are taking the over on him going over 50 yards right now. So but maybe his floor is 50 yards tomorrow and people are taking the under on his four and a half reception. So maybe something like four for 50 sounds about right. If you're cool with that floor, I would say go, go for it. Um, I, it sounds like Higgins is good to go, man. Uh, you, you, you're, you're going to be safe. I think with Higgins, what's the stat line for Michael Carter and Curtis Samuel. Let's take a look at that. Um, Michael Carter for the New York Jets. Did I miss it? There we go. So with Michael Carter, um, they have him at about 40 yards rushing and people are kind of split on that one. So give him 40 yards on the ground. And then as a receiver, they got him, uh, only at 20. So they're, they're giving him 60 all purpose yards, which is fine. Uh, what about these receptions? And they're taking the over on two and a half receptions. So call it three. So that's going to be 60, roughly 60 yards as a floor and, and maybe three catches. So in a PPR league, that's nine, 10 points. I think that's safe. Uh, let's look at Curtis Samuel though here. I'm excited about the commander's lions game tomorrow. I hope this one's kind of a, a PPR fantasy bonanza. Curtis Samuel, they got him at 41 and a half yards. I think I'm taking the over on that and they have him at People are hitting the over on three and a half receptions. So basically four for 42 is his floor. And they actually, they don't even have him listed in there for any rushing totals, uh, which is interesting to me because last week, I mean, Samuel was, Samuel was busy last week. He saw a team high 11 targets. He had four carries on the ground for 17 yards. So, I, I mean, I think he's, he's a 70 to 80 yard play tomorrow. A uh, good chance at a touchdown, maybe a 50% chance at a touchdown, and hopefully you can rack up those PPR catches. Uh, let's see here. Pick one PPR, Curtis, Sammy, Lazard, Carter, Pierce, or Damien Harris. I already had uh, – I think this one's pretty safe for me. This one's this one's Curtis Samuel. Uh, again, we just looked at his numbers. He 
Well, I mean, he 11 targets last week and four carries like that's 15 designed, you know, plays for him. I think there's a clear, clear intention to get Curtis Samuel involved. And uh, I did see something, too, in uh, his last handful of games where he's been healthy. I think the the number was when he played over 40 percent of the snaps, he's been a good play. So uh, I, I don't think you can count 2021, but uh, going back here, 21 2022, he gets a, a, a ton of points here to start week one. 2021, again, he was injured last year, so we're not counting those numbers. But going back, like his 2020 season, uh, when he was with the Panthers, like they used the hell out of him here. So I think I think big numbers for Curtis Samuel coming this year. He should have been one of the best pickups uh, off the waiver wire. I think you're good with Mike Evans. Um he made us a little nervous earlier this week, uh, but again, limited on Wednesday, did not practice Thursday. The fact that he got in on Friday should mean he's good to go. Uh, I do like Stevenson this week. I, I like Ramondre Stevenson this week. Uh, I was looking at something here. Let me see on Twitter. What did I just look at? Uh, let's see here. Where is that tweet? Uh, here we go from Nathan Yonke at PFF. So the Patriots didn't elevate a practice squad running back, leaving them with Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, and Pierre Strong, who isn't 100% tomorrow. So uh, I think it's a Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson game. And if you think about last week, the Steelers did allow, I mean, they allowed Joe Mixon to have uh, a decent day. And what's crazy here is, I mean, Mixon put up numbers without a touchdown. 27 carries for 82 yards, so like stout against the run the Steelers remain, uh, but seven for 63 as a pass catcher. Maybe you see, you know, Harris and Stevenson kind of split those numbers. So I do like Stevenson this week. He's still a little bit of a dice roll. I think if you had to play one, it's probably Damien Harris. But in, in Harris's question here, I'm taking I'm taking I would rank them Curtis Samuel or Michael Carter. Those are the top two guys in full PPR. Uh, so I would I would kind of stick with that. And then back to Hammy's question here. I, I do like Ramondre, but I think I think Henderson is is one of the clear top plays of the week. If I mean, if I just filter by projections here, they have Henderson as like uh, he's up here between Najee Harris, uh, just underneath Joe Mixon, Najee Harris. So he's the clear safe play. Uh, and then with Landry, I just if you want to play it safe, I like Landry. Otherwise, if you want it to be a little risky, I, I, I don't hate Stevenson there. Thoughts on Saints money line tomorrow? I think you take it, man. Um, I, well, I think the easiest thing to take is the Saints to cover two and a half. I think I think Saints are going to be competitive in this game, and they're giving you two and a half, which is minus one ten. But if you want to take the money line, I'm cool with that too. I I I do not feel strongly either way here. Uh, the Panthers did not play well last week. Um, Baker Mayfield's first game on the road here. I, I do think the Panthers could, uh, I think the Panthers will cover and I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers win this game tomorrow. I, it's, I think they're going to see a lot of Christian McCaffrey tomorrow. Are the Falcons going to be a hard matchup for Heno? And do you think acres could take a lot of snaps or do you think it's going to be a lot like last week? I don't think it's going to be exactly like last week. Um, let me actually pull up that number from last week. Let's go to the PFF takeaways here. Do they have Thursday night on here? Um, Rams snap counts. I want to look at this. So last week on offense, uh, it was, I mean, it was 55 snaps for Hendo, 12 for Cam Akers. I think you can maybe see maybe more of like, maybe it's, it's 70, 30 this week, but that's still not enough to make me nervous about it. I, I think Atlanta, 
Uh, let's look at the at the fantasy points allowed to position <clears throat> the Falcons. So keep in mind, like Alvin Kamara kind of got hurt last week. So the Falcons didn't yield a ton of points to the running back, uh, but they still allowed 61 yards on the ground, four receptions, eight yards. So like it looks like a tough matchup on paper, but they kind of limited Alvin Kamara because he had the rib injury. And the, let's be real here. The Falcons don't really have uh, or the, the Saints don't really have a good number two back. But keep in mind, like Taysom Hill had those big runs. They did allow a rushing touchdown to Taysom Hill. So I think some of those numbers and problems are kind of masked here from Atlanta. So I'm overly, I'm not too concerned. I think Hendo, a good option uh, off the bench to hit his floor. And let's just look at this. Um, so again, 13 for 47 and five for 26. Now keep in mind, this was a blowout loss. Uh, I, I think as 10 point favorites, like you're, you're probably looking at these numbers again as a safe floor here for him. And he probably does have a pretty good chance at a touchdown. So I I'm cool with Hendo. Oh, thoughts on Najee total yards. I don't like it. Let me look and see what they got him at. I think, I think Najee should probably, if I was Najee Harris, or if I was in charge of the Steelers, I would, I would make Najee Najee sit for a week here. So they got him at 50 and a half rushing, rushing yards. They have him at 13 and a half receiving yards. His total over under 68 and a half, 70 total yards in this one. Let's see. What did he do last week? He ended up with 23 and three. We're taking the under on Najee Harris total yards. Uh, 27 out of Kelsey and Holmes isn't enough. Justin, um, as he recapped the last week's results, we can open that up here. Uh, actually, I have the league open here. Uh, this is the Fellowship Free League. It looks like I'm playing my good friend Matt Bame. I had the big Mike Williams for 25.3. Uh, so this is my, um, let's see, I think my dad took this team over. This was the auto-drafted team here that ended up beating me, so not cool. Um, <laughs> Matt Bame loses to the returning champion, 128 uh, to 119. He outbeat or he outscored the Jefferson-Kirk Cousins duo here with strong games from Pittman, Mixon, and Baker Mayfield coming in. So the the zero QB approach turned out pretty nice here. Justin takes out Ketchup and Mostert, uh, 116 to 95. Low scoring game for the scoring format here. Uh, but the Mahomes-Kelsey connection looking pretty strong. Uh, looks like This is my brother's team taking out Marietta, uh, 148 to 82. So not a great game for this team. I'm not sure what happened in the box score. Uh, we have Team Cornelison uh, taking out Fantasy Goods here, 128-114. Murray, Evans, and Tyreek Hill here. Uh, Saquon Barkley is back, though, guys, so that's great news. And then Moeller's over Aiden's team here. Aiden had a good team, uh, but uh, Cooper Cup, man, Kareem Hunt. The zero RBs of Kareem Hunt and Cordero Patterson, uh, a little bit over, uh, a little bit too much to handle here. Um, Najee's good to go. Najee's good to go. Um, yes, sir. Good luck to everybody tomorrow. Do I drop Madison for Curtis Samuel and then play him instead of Mike Evans? I mean, I, I think Curtis Samuel should be owned. If, if it's a, it's a full PPR league, Hender, uh, Curtis Samuel should be owned. I, I personally, I don't like, I kind of hate holding on to handcuffs. I'd rather have role players like guys like Naheem Hines or JD McKissick guys that actually can get touches in a, in a weekly basis. I mean, even like, I technically think Zach Moss is a better hold. Like I'd rather own Zach Moss than Alexander Madison because he has a weekly role. I mean, six for 15 as a rusher is not great, but he was involved in the passing game. And if anything happens to Singletary, there you go. You have a handcuff who has a weekly role. So like to me, there's always running backs like that that are better than Alexander Madison. 
And then uh, I, I don't hate playing Curtis Samuel over Mike Evans because Evans does not play great uh, against the New Orleans Saints here. Bucks offensive lines dinged up. Uh, I, I think I could play Curtis Samuel over Mike Evans. Yeah, full PPR, I don't mind it. Yeah, Pittman, Pittman, Pittman would have been a nice smash spot here. Since he minus seven seems to be free. I, the one thing I keep coming back to is Cooper Rush looked pretty good in his one start last year. He did beat the Vikings last year. Uh, and I just, I'm, I'm too torn because part of me still remembers the Giants teams from the past here, but uh, I'm, I'm open to them being more competent. I just, what's going on with Kadarius Tony? Like why, what did he do to Brian Dable? Um, <laughs> Winston passing yards are free. What is JMO at? I mean, if if Alvin Kamara is going to play tomorrow, even if he's limited, you're probably looking at the Bucks having to pass the ball a lot. So, yeah, I like Winston over 234 and a half. I think that's a good call, Aiden. Uh, Pittman's out, out. He's he's out, out, yeah. I feel like the Steelers are lying about Najee's health and him being okay to go this week. I just – I thought it was interesting that, like, on Wednesday, he's like, yeah, I'm playing. You know, I'm just like, okay, we'll see. But he was able to practice with no injury designation on Friday. So, I mean <laughs> – I, I think he's going to play just how good he plays. We'll see. Yeah. The auto damn team. Yeah. The auto team, man. Um, Acres pits and sky more ducked me. Uh, but anyways, guys, I'm going to be getting out of here in a minute or two. Get your final questions. in if you got them, uh, I think again, tomorrow I'm going to go live 90 minutes before kickoff. So whatever time zone you're in uh, for me, that's 1030 p.m. or 10 30 a.m. central time so if you guys want to hang out tomorrow morning with me have some coffee do whatever you got to do in the morning we'll do that uh and i'm just excited man i think there's a lot of good games tomorrow night my packers are playing on sunday night football let's hope they don't embarrass themselves this time so we'll see uh but anyways if you guys have any more questions uh just put them in the comments find me on twitter whatever you need otherwise we'll see you guys tomorrow morning have a good night we'll see you later peace mm -hmm.